We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Defensive line, obviously, we spent a lot of time on that one, understandably so. Let's let's move over to linebacker, Ryan. This one's yep. a little bit easier to break down. There is yes. one right now absolute must-get in the class of linebacker. Now, and, and we'll talk about that one, but I'm going to be honest. I don't necessarily agree. It looks like the staff really wants three linebackers in this class. I don't necessarily agree with that. I would like three if it can be the right three, but I can live with two, depending on who you get. But one of those guys, no matter no, no matter what you think about the rest of the board, the one guy flat out right now that Notre Dame has to get is Kingston Villiamo Asa from uh, St. John Bosco out in California. It's not going to be easy. I, I believe he's going to be on campus soon. I believe they're trying to get him on campus this weekend uh, for a yeah. visit. I don't know if we have him on that list yet. I don't know if we've been able to confirm that, but I know that they're definitely working on it. You have to get him, Ryan. Like he is without question to me the top guy on the board that you have a shot with. We can talk about Sammy. We're not going to talk about Sammy Brown and Aaron Childs. If those guys make official visits this summer, great. I know Aaron Childs has said he's going to visit Notre Dame. We'll see if he's even still uncommitted by then, right? Yeah. And so right now they're just not in it. The same thing with um, same thing with 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 Sammy Brown. Yeah, he visited, and I know he likes Notre Dame, but I just don't see that kid leaving the South. I don't. I just he's don't not. see it. And if he does, it won't be for Notre Dame. It'll probably be for Ohio State. But I don't think he comes north. I think he stays in the south. So we're going to talk about the realistic candidates. And to me, Kingston is without – there's Kingston and then there's kind of everybody else right now yeah. at this point in time. He he is absolutely the must-get a linebacker in this class. And if you don't get him, it, it could get real real interesting at linebacker. Real dicey. Real, real dicey. dicey. Yeah. Real dicey. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I mean, and so I, I did talk to Kingston before I left on the vacation, and I'll get like a little more insight. But he had said that he wants to visit sometime in April, but he did not have like a date locked in, right? Like that was one the kind of the situation where it was at was that he still wants to get to Notre Dame, but it's like there's not a cemented date, at least there wasn't at right. that point. I mean, Brian, I mean, quite quite simply, man, he's a really good football player. He's a Mike linebacker, which I think you need more of building through the future, right? I mean, Drake Bowen, I think, is a guy that could play Mike. Nolan Ziegler maybe could grow into a Mike, but like you need to kind of replenish, continue well, he, to get he, those impact Nolan Ziegler can play Mike, yes. But yeah. but again, you got Nolan and Drake, and that's kind of it. And but I don't know if either not I don't think both of them are Mike's only, pure Mike. Yeah. I think Nolan still to me is more of a will who yep. can play Mike. Drake is a Mike that can play Will, but let's say Drake gets hurt or doesn't pan out or, or Nolan gets hurt or doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? You, you've got to get that guy. And, I, and the thing I like about Kingston too, Ryan, is he's a Mike that I think can play Will as well. He can move. He, he, yeah, he's, he can not, move. he's not like Junior 2 Alamaka where he's a Mike or a Viper. I don't yeah. see that. I see Mike Will for him, and, and yeah. that adds to the, the value for me. I think he runs a little bit better than, than Junior did. Junior was powerful and quick and all that, but I think long long speed, I would say Kingston has a little bit more long speed than what Junior had at the yeah. same age, in my opinion. Well, I, I think if people want to pop on his highlight tape, I think it was like the third or fourth play on Kingston's highlight tape. It's against Servite, I believe, where he jumps a slant and takes it to the house, man. I'm like, oh, this kid can move a little bit, right? Like he's not a tackle to tackle, just thumper. Like he's a guy that can play a little bit in space. I agree with you. Like he's a playmaking Mike, man. I mean, he – on. The best team in college, in high school football last season, St. John Bosco, with, by the way, dudes everywhere on that team, right? Like Peyton mm-hmm. Woodyard, Jason Mitchell transferred in at safety. Like they got Division One players at every single level and on both sides of the football. He was 111 tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss, five and a half sacks, an interception return for a touchdown. The kid's a baller, man. He really is a really good football player, and he's an impact Mike linebacker, I believe, on the next level. He's a guy that fits, too, Brian. Like, I mean, talk about the interview I did with him for a second, right? He is a very modest kid, a very driven and focused kid, and he's also a very spiritual kid, which I don't think we can take for granted, right? Like, he, his spirituality, his religious side, that stuff all means a lot to him, which is one of the big reasons – that he is attracted to the University of Notre Dame. That mm-hmm. is a big reason, right? So, yeah, Kingston is a must-get. He is the one guy that you feel good about, but you don't feel great yet, right? Like, it's going to be one of those situations where you need to get him back on campus this this month, this offseason, and you need to potentially really make some movement there because he mentioned in my interview with him, he mentioned Ohio State, Notre Dame, Miami, and University of Washington. That were the four schools that he said were standing out to him at that time. He's been down to Miami. He's been over to Ohio State. You need to get him back on campus because getting to Washington is a lot easier than getting to South Bend, Indiana, right? So getting him back on campus is going to be monumental, I believe, in this recruitment. 
And they need to close on a guy like a Kingston Villiamuasa because it's an impact player. It's a Mike linebacker. And it's getting a really good kid out of the state of California at a kid that played at St. John Bosco. We can't discount that, right? Like a, a kid that is used to winning and it has expectations of winning. All those yeah. things matter to me. After that, Ryan, so there's to me, there's a big difference between the defensive line board and the defense and the linebacker board. The defensive line board, there's a lot of good football players, and it's just like who are you going to close with? Right. Linebacker recruiting to me is a much bigger concern because I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like, the guys that I think they're going to get right now, that I think they have a shot to land right now, are just guys that are just like that's that doesn't move the needle forward. That moves the needle backwards. And you and you can convince me all you want that Cole Sullivan and, and Bodie Cahoon are, are, are going to be great players. And, and they're solid players that, you know, Michigan likes Cole Sullivan. Cole Sullivan's got some upside. You like him more than I do. Bodie Cahoon's a good football player, but that can't be your class. That's my whole point is like, you can't take, that can't be your whole class. Give me Absolutely. one of those guys and give me, and, and, and give me Kingston. And I'm feeling better about it. Then it's like, okay, go find me a Rover or go find me another guy. And there's a couple guys coming on campus this week. Ryan, that if Notre Dame is able to make some, I'll say this, this week is going to be huge for linebacker recruiting. You've got to get Kingston on on campus. There's two other kids coming on campus this weekend that I think if Notre Dame can make some track, get some traction here and have a lot of success with, in my opinion, then the board to me looks a whole lot different. And that is Friday. Uh, number one is you've got Chris Cole coming on campus on Friday. Yes. That's a kid who I am very high on, Ryan. Yep. And then on Saturday, Brian Huff will be on campus. And to me, if you can make a move with those two kids, I'm feeling a lot better about the, the board. And if you don't make a movement with those two kids, then I'm very nervous about the board. And so I think on top of we think Kingston is going to be on campus this week, although we have not confirmed that, and I don't know if that's set in stone yet, but the other two kids, to me, if you can get those now, all of a sudden, Ryan, if you give me Kingston and one of Bodie or Cole Sullivan, and I think they like Bodie Cahoon more than Cole Sullivan, I, I think is where that is right now, as do I. And then give me one of Chris Cole or Brian Huff. My opinion on linebacker recruiting changes. It does a complete 180 over where it is right now. Complete 180. Sure. That yeah. would be a really good linebacker class because you've got the the high floor, high ceiling guy in Kingston. You've got a, a, a high floor – okay ceiling in Bodie Cahoon and then the other two kids Huff and Cole especially Cole are very high ceiling guys in my opinion especially Chris Cole and and I know I know Ryan I get it I know I'm biased he's a Virginia kid I I get it but he's also very long very athletic and gives me a lot of Jeremiah Usukoromoa vibes he really does we'll watch a little bit of film of him while you're talking about it and he's I mean I love Chris Cole man the minute he offered him I was like okay this one I like I think we talked about it on a recruiting show right he's a 6'3 210 pound player who plays out in space a ton like he's an overhang for them he plays the the rover position that Notre Dame plays but he's got a body Brian where I'm like yeah he might play rover but he might be a weak weak side linebacker eventually man like he's got length athleticism this kid's a playmaker on the second level out in space i like chris cole a lot man i really do like him he is a he would completely change if you get kingston and chris cole and then one of the other i completely agree with you a hundred percent my opinion would completely change a linebacker recruiting because i could care less what this kid's ranking are because it's not how many ranked 
I literally he's have not even looked at his three-star by most people, Seriously? I think. I don't, I don't yeah, even know if he's a four-star. I think he's a three-star. Consensus three-star. That tells you how much I liked his film, right? I don't even I didn't even look at his ranking. I don't even care what people rank him as. Don't even care. Right. That, he's, playing mid, he's playing mid-hole safety right there, yeah. man. And he yeah. comes out and breaks up a pass on this he, play. Look at like, that. He is talented, His length man. is insane. And yes. he's the perfect body type for a modern rover because he can run with wheel yes. routes. He can play it. He can cover a lot of ground. Uh, he's a he's a baller, man, and and he's the epitome of I don't really care what people say about rankings. This is a kid who just like if you if you if you watch this kid and you think that he's a three star, I just don't know what we're I don't I don't think we evaluate football the same way. I I, I just don't. Here he is up on the line of scrimmage playing against tight ends. Like he's a tight end eraser, I think, yeah. at the next level too. Like you put this kid over tight ends, let him play some man, let him set edges. Like yeah. this is a really good football player. A, yep. a Penn true State offer. Penn State wants him. Georgia's offered him. Florida's offered him. And this is a kid in Northwest Virginia. Okay, Th- yep. this is a dude. That's a he, dude he, for me. He, this is a, a multi-level player for me that can, when you're playing against bigger personnel, if he's at Rover, he comes play Sam linebacker and you're good to go, right? You yeah. don't need to substitute anybody. Like, you're good, man. A guy that can play on the line of scrimmage, he can play stacked, he can play in space. I love Chris Cole, man. He is he's a player that I think Notre Dame really needs to make a big push for yes. this week. I and really he's on think so. Friday, correct, Ryan? Yes, I believe okay. Friday, yes. Yep. Okay. Is he going somewhere else on Saturday? Is that why he won't be at the Blue Gold game? I'll check in on that. I'm not 100% okay. sure on that one. I'm curious if it's that or if he's making kind of a two-day visit. I mean, yeah. Ryan, what are your thoughts on Brian Huff? I know he's going to be on campus. So Brian Huff's situation is interesting. So, yep. of course, he he sets his official visit dates, dates while you're on campus. So I had to get back into my you know covering recruiting days. But uh, did confirm with, with Brian that he not only is visiting this weekend, but he's already got an official visit set to Notre Dame. So yep. Notre Dame is not his leader right now. I mean, I wouldn't project that they're going to get him right now. But when you when he's got two visits already set up and he hasn't been once, that tells you he's got some interest. Now, he's different to Chris Cole because he's an inside linebacker to me. Yes. He's a, he's a Will, Mike, eventual Mike kind of guy. And he, but he's a kid that, that has got some projection. He's got some tools to work with. He's a lower floor guy. But I like the ceiling quite a bit. So uh, Brian Cole, Chris Cole, Kingston, Chris Cole are my two top guys, and Brian Huff is right there be, with those guys. Is that next group of guys that I think Notre Dame has a good shot with? And I'll be honest about something: I like Peyton Pierce quite a bit. I like him more than you do, I think. But all three of these kids have much higher ceilings than Peyton Pierce. I like Peyton oh, Pierce because I think he has an incredibly high floor because he's smart, he's instinctive, and all that. But he's he, these guys to me have much higher ceilings i think than what peyton pierce had who yeah. who i like well I, I like brian huff because he a lot of the same things we said about chris cole are true here in the sense that this kid is long man he's yeah. long and he's extremely projectable he's listed at 6'3 220 i mean brian if he if he's 220 right there man he's gonna be 245 easy like it's not even gonna be difficult to be 245 pounds i think that this kid can play a little will but I think that he is a Mike potentially at the next level down the line because I think that his body is just going to grow quick. Like I think this kid yeah. is going to be a six two and a half, six three, two hundred forty five pound downhill kid who can run a little bit as well. So I like him a ton. I wouldn't even be shocked if Notre Dame landed him if he's not a Viper eventually. Like I wouldn't yeah. be totally shocked about that. He's yeah. got that length he's got on that the edge, kind of frame, the physicality. Yeah. Yep. So I like him a lot, man. I think that he can really move, but he's much more downhill explosiveness than like rangy outside the tackle type of dude, right? Like he's not that kid, but right. I think that he's has enough at a, as a, as a will to be that guy that can have a little bit of rage from the inside. Yeah. Now the, the reason that I have Chris Cole ahead of, of Brian Huff right now is, is because of what you just said. 
Yeah. He's an inside guy. I'm looking at Chris Cole as sort of like completing that perfect uh, linebacker class, you know, uh, with, with, you know, cause if, if they're going to get Bodie Cahoon and I, and I like where Notre Dame is at right now. And again, I like Bodie Cahoon. I just, I actually, I, again, I, you know, this Ryan, I, I have him ahead of Cole Sullivan on my board, but yeah. he's getting recruited by Tennessee. I mean, he's a good football player. I, I, I like Bodie Cahoon. My thing is you don't take Bodie and Cole Sullivan, but if you sure. get Bodie Cahoon and Kingston Sullivan, and then all of a sudden Chris Cole, you've got yourself a three man linebacking class can be on the field together. And yes. that's important. So even though here's, but here's the, here's the concern, Ryan, and this is where I'm at. And this is why this weekend is so important. With defensive line, it's kind of like if you just give me one of these six vipers you have on the board, and get me one of these five big ends you have on the board, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good. I'm I'm yes. pretty I'm set. I'm good. Like, could it be better? Sure. Do I want to get better? Yes, absolutely. It's not there yet, but it's a pretty darn good class, especially if you get Justin Scott. It's a gap closing class. You give me the Smith twins, uh, Owen Wafel, Justin Scott, and either Bryce Young or T.J. Lindsay or Benedict Ume. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a gap-closing class right there. Now, maybe there aren't four gap-closing D linemen, but as a defensive line, it's a gap-closing class because it's definitely better than where you've been, right? Linebacker, it's more of a you got to hit the inside straight here, right? Yes. And that's the concern. You've, you, you've got you've to – because the numbers aren't as big of guys that like you, and and it's just one of those things where you got to strike it. You've got to – this next – two weeks is going to be huge because if you don't make a big move on Chris Cole and Brian Huff and Kingston Viliama Asa over the next week or two, you could be sitting in a situation where that linebacker class becomes really shaky, really shaky. And it starts not looking like a, like a, a Charlie Weiss linebacker class. If we're being completely honest about it. I mean, yeah. that's what it starts to look like. So this next week for linebacker recruiting is going to be huge because as much as I'm down on linebacker recruiting, just not feeling good, it's the it's the position I'm the most concerned about on the entire ro- team right now when it comes to recruiting, uh, it, which is crazy when you consider where they've been the last couple of years. But it's the one I'm most concerned about. But but there's still that opportunity there where if you do hit the inside straight, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, they're good. They're good. Yes. They're, 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 I feel really good about that. And that's that's kind of how – and I'm going to pull up some Bodie Cahoon highlights as we wrap this thing up just to kind of show him as well. You know what's funny, Brian, is that we're talking about two Arkansas guys today, man. We're talking yeah. about TJ Lindsay. Now we're talking about Brian Huff. When know, was right? the last time Notre Dame would have well, signed two guys Here's an interesting thing. They just yeah. – named. they're, they're going to – I don't think it's been officially announced yet, but they're about to name Butler Benton as their director of player personnel. Yes, you know where he came that. from? Arkansas. Arkansas. So can't hurt. Well, Arkansas flavor, man. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. This is some Bodie Cahoon stuff. But you know, look, th- th- this is the thing for me, Ryan, is is you you just you have to you you're gonna have to hit the inside straight. But yeah. like you give me Bodie Cahoon. I mean, you see it, right? He's a good athlete, he's a good football player. You give me Bodie Cahoon, Kingston Villiama Asa, and Chris Cole or Brian Huff, and I'm like, all right, we're we're set, man. We're set. Yeah. I, I feel really good about linebacker at that point in time. Really good about linebacker. Especially when you yeah. look at you know combining them with last year's class, so there is the opportunity there for this linebacker class to be really good. It just yeah. I don't feel as good about them actually finishing with those guys. Does that make sense? I mean, is that it does? Is that it fair? Does. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you're a little bit keyed into these kids' recruitments than I am, but I mean, I think that's a fair thing to say. It is. I mean, because you're talking about the guys that you're you're 
you know, you're you're quantifying as guys that Notre Dame needs to make a big push for, right? Like let's start with Kingston. Kingston is a player that he likes Notre Dame. It's obvious, right? Notre Dame really is really high on him. But he was scheduled to come on a visit a few weeks ago. He ends up not making that visit, and you need to get him back on campus to have a legitimate chance here, right, to continue to push and to hopefully take over that recruitment. Like, that's a reality. And until he gets back on campus, you can't say you feel great about it. Like, you feel okay about it, but you can't say you feel great. I mean, we're just talking about Chris Cole as being a guy, right, Brian? Chris Cole was offered by the staff like less than two months ago. Like, it's not like they've been on it very long. I mean, Brian Huff's another guy that's only been on the the board for a couple months. Like, we're talking about guys – that Notre Dame has not been on long outside of Kingston as the potential must-gets almost well, to a degree, right? Like, deal, so it's Ryan. nervous. Where they are right now is exactly where they were with Jalen, with Chris Cole and and Brian Huff, is exactly where they were with Jalen Sneed two years ago. Sure. I, I was sitting here in April, I was like, they're not going to get Jalen Sneed. I mean, that's good that they offered him. He's a stud, but they're not going to get that kid. You know, and you had just kind of flipped Josh Burnham from Michigan. Well, I flipped him. I, I mean, that's that's – they didn't flip them. Josh Burnham never actually committed to to, to Michigan, but like there, there was always just that was everybody assumed it. That's where he was going to go. I mean, you know, grew yeah. up a Michigan fan and all that. You know, you just got him in March, and you're like, okay, well, that was great, big, but like, who else are you going to get? You felt good about getting Junior to Alamaca eventually, but Jalen Sneed was not a guy on my radar. I, I mean, I liked him and I thought he was a heck of a player, but he was not a guy any of us thought was Notre Dame was going to sign. Is is my point? And so, you know. A year ago, did ever was everybody locked in? There's no doubt Jaden Greathouse is going to sign with Notre Dame last year. It wasn't until the blue gold game. Well, and remember this Sullivan Abscher came into the blue gold game with everybody thinking he was going to go to Clemson or NC State. Yes. Comes out yeah. of the blue gold game, committed to Notre Dame. So yeah. that's what this this weekend can be. And I mean, I've been told there's going to be three, four hundred former players at this event this year again. And like all the big name guys are coming. Like it's going to be a huge event. So this is a big weekend for Notre Dame, and at linebacker, it's going to be huge. This is going to be your make-or-break week. I'm not saying you got to land kids and get commitments from all these guys, but you've got to make a move to where you feel like, hey, we're in a good position to say, hey, we can just battle. Look, look, yeah, we're we're second or third with all these kids, but let's work to get first. We don't need to go span the board and offer 40 more kids and do all that. Just These are the guys on our board. Go get me three of them, or even if you just get two of them. If one of them's Kingston, I'm I'm good, but that's yes. going to be the key for Notre Dame, right? They gotta, it, they've gotta, they've gotta hit a grand slam home run at linebacker this weekend, absolutely. Because I think too, Brian, and you know we haven't talked about this much, but we know Notre Dame linebacker play in 2022 wasn't good enough, right? Like we know that it wasn't stellar. I think seeing it in person, hopefully at an improved level, seeing guys like Nolan no. Ziegler running around, Jalen Sneed and all those guys, right? Them assimilating into it, Drake Bowen playing ball. Like that would be big for some of these guys. It's like, oh, they have some guys, man. Yeah. Like maybe, they, maybe that's how much come up. Blitz. <laughs> if, <laughs> if they still do that this weekend because they've been blitzing a lot this spring. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like Al Golden like watched, uh, remember the Titans like the day before spring ball started? You know, and he's watching. Uh, what's the guys? What's um, Coach what's, Yost? Yeah, Coach Yost blitz all night. You know, and that's like just out. Not Alex, another really yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's been out golden this spring. You know what I mean? Like uh, Notre Dame's version of Coach Yost. So uh, it, it's it's a big weekend. Let, let let's move over that to was... safety recruiting. Ryan, I'm sorry. Yeah. What, you, what are you going to say? Oh no, I was just going to say that was the most ridiculous speech of all time. He's like, if they yeah. gain another yard, I'm taking yeah. all of you out. I'm like, every- who doesn't give up a yard? Yeah, like, okay. it, but they they didn't. 
<laughs> like in the movie, they didn't. Um, so uh, let's move over to safety, Ryan, because this is this is a every bit as important as defensive line recruiting in in this class. Don't feel as good about where the the board is now as I did a month ago. And that mainly becomes comes down to a month ago. I, I felt really good about their chances of getting Jalen McClain, and yeah. I don't feel as good about that now. I don't know that there's a lot they could have done. Once I saw that he was going to Oregon on a visit, I got nervous because a yeah. kid from Jersey, a private school in Jersey, taking a trip to taking a trip to Oregon is not ideal news, and the fact that he just he kept telling you, I'm going to visit, I'm going to visit, I'm going to visit, but never did. Yeah. And now we're getting to the the, the blue gold game. And, and as far as I know, he still hasn't set up a visit. That makes me kind of feeling like, okay, I just, I don't, I don't think this one, I don't feel very good about this one to where I used to. And and that's a, that's disappointing because he is an absolute dude. And as I've kind of done some digging on this, it does seem like the NIL stuff is going to be a lot more important to him now than what I thought it was going to be uh, a while ago. So hopefully they can kind of get things back on track. But the fact that he has yet to schedule, I mean, he's been to Ohio State this spring. He's been to yeah. Penn State this spring. He's, he, I think he was just to Penn State this past weekend. I, I believe he's he's either gone to Oregon or he's going to go to Oregon. He, he's been to Oregon already. So, yeah. But he hasn't made it over to Notre Dame. Uh, you know, actions speak louder than words. And so I'm not feeling great about that one anymore, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like covering recruiting. This is, you know, again, actions speak louder than words, right? It's like, you know, I've, I've talked to recruits in the past that are just like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get there. And then you just keep asking. They just never do it, right? And, like, that's kind of where we are with Jalen. I mean, to your point, yeah. Ryan, it's like if he decides to visit Notre Dame over the next couple weeks, then you start feeling a little bit better about right. it. But, I mean, until it happens, just – it's words, right? So that's kind of where you are is that, right. you know, you need to see the action and the action hasn't happened and, yet. And I don't know. I mean, look, I have no problem criticizing the staff if they're not getting the job done yeah. in this particular one. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, like, like I've yeah. been very critical of, of Al Washington's recruiting, but I, I don't blame him for Keon Keeley. I, I don't, I don't know that there could have been anything different that they could have done. Yep. So now it's about, okay, well, He's not out, but now the good news is is that Dewan Lane is now more interested in Notre Dame than he was before. There's a lot of work to be done there, a lot sure. of work to be done there. But Dewan Lane's a guy that I like a lot. Ryan is kind of like that alley safety, maybe a potential rover, but I, I I really like him as sort of like a really rangy alley safety. He's from Baltimore Gilman. If kid, they're, yeah, if they're able to somehow kind of get him to be a little bit more interested. Now all of a sudden, I feel a lot better about Notre Dame's chances at, at uh, you know, really landing an impact safety. Because I mean, we'll talk about like Davis Andrews and guys like that who I like a lot. But Davis Andrews to me is if he's got to be your your second best safety in the class, yeah, uh, not your number one. And I'm a lot higher on Davis Andrews than most. You you need a Jalen McClain. You need a Dewan Lane. And the other thing I think that 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 I like about the potential of the safety. Cl- excuse me, the safety class, and this is something that Jalen McClain didn't add, but but DeWan Lane did, is they're not a really big safety group. They're small. And they are looking at some potential bigger guys in this class. And and we'll get to Dave. I'm going to watch some film of Davis Andrews, and here I'm going to watch a little bit from DeWan Lane. But 
if they can get some traction with Dewan Lane here soon, that would be very important for Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean he's like he's that six two long safety, right? That he's, he's actually be, checked in places at six three. So he's as he really, wow, yeah. yeah. He's maybe even grown a yeah. little bit. I mean, he's he's a kid that's gonna be a legit two ten ish somewhere like that yeah. strong safety type. I mean, he yeah. is a physically imposing kid, but he's pretty it's pretty flexible for his size, yeah. man. Like he can change direction pretty well for his you size. Can, his like his technique kid. is a bit of a mess. So yeah. like I'll be like I'll be honest. When I first watched this film, I was like, okay, I see some things I really like, but there were some things like that post route, a corner route. He looked a little tight, and then you watch his footwork. His footwork's a mess. But when he's playing receiver and returning kicks, you can see you can see that elusiveness. You can see okay, that guy's got a little something. But you know, he's a guy that you got coming downhill. He's a guy that you got when you're playing cover one. He's the guy coming down, not the yes. guy going deep. <laughs> You know, um, and and uh, you know he's the guy that you match up against tight ends. He's the guy that you match up against backs, and he's the guy that that tells receivers you may not want to come over here. You know what yes. I mean? Like this may not be a zone you want to get into. And so he's a guy too, Ryan, that I look at and say, you know, look, right now they've got a lot of ground to make up. That right there, that speed right there, that's where you're like, okay, that guy can run. Yeah. But a lot of ground to make up here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. That you know they're they're not in that top two or three right now for him, but they're working and he's listening more and talking more and engaging more, but he's just a guy that you gotta, you gotta try to get on campus. So he's just got an easy speed right here, Ryan. That's the thing that you see. He just, he runs easy. Yeah. You know, I'm still, and, I'm still waiting for Notre Dame to make that impact in Maryland. Right? Yes. In the, the DC DMV, Catholic so. school and private school yeah. area, man. Like, yes, it's absolutely needed. This yes. is against Calvert hall. I believe. Uh, school that I recruited in the back in the day. So anyway, I think that's that's a kid that I really like a lot, Ryan. You know, he's a guy on the board. There's another safety that's going to be on campus this weekend. Uh, actually, let's talk about the guy that was on campus this past week, and that's Kennedy yeah. Erlacher. Sure. Obviously, he's a guy that staff is very high on. He's another kid, not ranked real high, good football player, but he's more about ceiling right now. He's just a raw athlete that doesn't necessarily, um, you know, he just he 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 needs a lot of technical work, but you're betting on the DNA there. That's really what you're yeah. betting on when it comes to Kennedy Urlacher. I like him. I mean, he's he's not a top 150 guy. I have him like around that 250 range, but I have him as yeah. a four star player right now. I think he runs really well. I think he's he's a thumper. He's instinctive. Um, you know, but I have him as like a you know 250 ish kind of range, 230 to 275 type of range right now with a, a high a higher ceiling. That's kind of how I view Kennedy right now. He he is a downhill striker, man. Like that's the first thing that pops off on Kennedy for me is, and while I've talked about him, like eventually maybe he's a rover, you know, at like six one. Right now he's listed at like six one one eighty, but I mean he's probably more close to the six foot range and probably going to be two hundred pounds pretty quickly, right? Like he's mm-hmm. got kind of that frame to him, but that kid is. He's energetic, I think is the best way to put it, man. Like he comes downhill with some incredibly bad intentions, yes. really nice downhill explosive athlete, but man, he comes with bad. He, like he's a, he's a really, cause we've had him on the podcast. He's a really soft spoken kid. Very nice. Non-assuming, yeah. very modest, but then you watch <laughs> him and you're like, Oh, his game's not modest though. Like he's physical. He he's imposing off the field is nothing like how he carries no. himself on the field. No, you man. nailed that he, one. You nailed yeah. that one spot on, Ryan. Absolutely yeah. nailed that one spot on. Yeah, it's another. He's not a nice. He's not a nice no, person on the field. He's no. not a nice person. <laughs> Here, here's a guy that I think is one of the most underrated players in the class. This is Davis Andrews from Utah. 
If yeah. he was not from Utah, I think he's a top 200 player, like easily. I think I graded him out as a top 150 kid. That's how I graded him out. I absolutely love this kid. I think he's athletic. I think he is fast. I think he can hit. Uh, I think he needs to work on his technique. But I think he's a kid that's got a ton of tools, and he's a ball hawk. This kid is around the football a ton. This is one of my favorite. This is the kind of kid that in the past goes to Utah, and nobody has any clue who he is. And all of a sudden, you're like, how did this kid become a three-time packed, all-Pac-12 player? You know yeah. what I mean? On this this, this like, Utah like team. Like Chase nobody... Hansen or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And yeah. that's who he is to me. I mean, he, he exactly who he is to me. This is a good – Really good football player, Ryan. A really good football player. And, and he's I mean, one of those big safeties you talked about. He's yes. 6'2", 195 yes. pounds. He's got a big yes. frame. He could also be a rover eventually. Yeah, like well, he has and, that and, type and profile. Now, I've actually I've done some digging onto this, Ryan. And, and, and from the thing I've been told is they're recruiting him as a pure safety. Having said that, he could be a pure safety that also can play as part of a three-safety defense where you're trying to match up where he's playing where the Rover plays, but he's just a little different than the Rover because he's not like the, the same linebacker type of thing, it's, but you're yeah. trying to match up and put some better athletes on the field in that regard. I could see it. I could certainly well, see that, it. That's, that's like how um, when Gary Patterson was at his heyday playing the four, two, five, these play a lot of umbrella coverage. Right. And he was yeah. that, that would be mm-hmm. him. Like he'd be one of those underneath safeties and like an yep. umbrella type of look like yep. he's, it, Brian, I mean, honestly, I'll call, I'll call it like it is, man. I think that there's some people that don't think he's a good athlete, which I disagree with because he's a white safety. I, I think from that Utah. we get that a little bit from, from Utah. Utah, right? Yeah, but I think you see him and you're like, change direction. Well, six two, one ninety five. He's got some length, pretty good straight line speed. Like he's a good athlete, man, and he's a big physical kid. But also, I think he has a really good understanding of spacing. Like he, like he just always seems to be in the right spot, and yeah. like that's something that you can't quantify as well, but. No. It, it like it shows up on the film. It's like, why are you in that spot, Davis? Because I saw right. the game at a high level, right? right? Like you see the right. game, and that that matters. And but he's at the thing. But like you said, he's athletic. That's the thing. He's athletic, yes. and that's what I like. So uh, that's kind of. I mean, that's the top. Dewan Lane's top of the board. Davis Andrews is the top of the board. Kennedy Erlacher is the top of the board. After that. You know, they, they like Marquise Gallegos. Uh, I don't, yep. I, you know, he's a guy that was on campus recently. I think things went well, not great. They went well. Uh, Michigan's also making a run at him. Paul Menke was on campus recently. That's still an early new recruitment, Ryan. They just offered him within the last month. He did visit. That's a growing relationship between the two. They're still kind of getting to know each other. Like they offered him recently. Like they don't know him as well as some of the other guys, the film yeah. they like. So I think that's, that's kind of a budding relationship. We'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, Oliver Miles is going to be on campus this week. People have asked us about him. He's a good football player. I just, uh, my only concern with Oliver Miles is I just don't know that he runs uh, the way that I would hope that you'd be getting, in my opinion. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, think, good he's athlete. Much, I think he's more short, short burst guy than straight yeah. line speed guy. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. And I just, I, I, to me, Ryan, he's a guy that you'd say you'd hope he'd grow into a rover the way he plays. Agree. You know, but uh, I don't know if he's he has like a body. He's, for a, he's a high school quarterback, and yeah. he actually has an interesting Left track hand. background. He's like a forty-eight foot triple jumper, twenty-three yeah. foot long jumper. Like he's got that explosiveness, you, you but he's see, not right. long, like long. You, well, yeah, yes, that's it. He's got some explosiveness in that regard that I think will come out of him. Where again, I could see like a Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa type of athlete down the road. Where that short area burst is really good. The change of direction is really good, but the speed isn't like. I've said this, people. Nobody wants to believe me. Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo purposely did not run the 40. 
because for two years I kept being told by people at Notre Dame he is not very, he's not going to very fast in the forty. He's like a four seven guy in the forty. Like and that's why no one ever expected him to run the pro day ever. And so he had a what they say a hamstring. You can do yeah. all the jumps and leaps and drills with a hamstring, but you can't run a forty yard dash. No, that's the reason why because he's explosive. He's just not long speed fast, right? And from one to twenty, Jeremiah Wusu can run as as well as anybody. Yeah, it's the 40 50 that you know, <laughs> but that's kind of how I see this kid athletically more so than that guy that's going to you want covering a ton of ground as an alley safety or a center fielder right yeah. now. That's just kind of where I where I see him at this point in time, Ryan. Uh, I don't know if if you agree with that or not. He's 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 got some tools, but I, I think he would be more of a if I miss here, I'm going here. Sure. A guy that right now is a bit of a long shot that I know the staff is very high on is Bronte Johnson, and that's just because of. The things we've discussed in the past. I just don't know if that one's going to be able to happen. I know he likes Notre Dame and Notre Dame likes him. I just don't think that's going to, I just don't think that's going to kind of be where you're at. But, but this yeah. is another one, Ryan, where this weekend is going to be big for this because I, I like where Notre Dame is right now with Davis Andrews. I don't, I wouldn't say that they're his leader right now. I think that they're in the mix right now. Yeah. And I would say they're in his top group right now, but you've got to really, you've got to really knock it out of the park in my opinion this weekend because yep. he's, he's been on some visit. I mean, he went to Tennessee re- late recently. He went to UCLA recently. Obviously Utah is going to be in the mix, but he's a guy that to me, Notre Dame has got to make a move for this weekend. I think they can. I think they can. Cause Davis has talked to me in the past that his family has an affinity for Notre Dame growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Like they do have kind of a, a little bit of a fandom, which doesn't always mean that you end up with that school, right? right. Like that's not what that means. But it, it does say that like he understands Notre Dame, I think is what I'm yeah. trying to say here, right? Like yep. he knows the brand. He grew up with the brand. He knows about Notre Dame football. So getting on campus, he's actually been on campus once before, but he's never, He it was more for like a camp, I think, or something like that last year. He's never been on campus, obviously, for like a more of a, game day feel, game day environment, like that type of deal, right? So getting on campus for that type of situation, I think is going to be big for Davis, especially because his family does like Notre Dame. Like they, yeah. they do. Like there's no doubt about that one. Just got to impress him this weekend. That's the big key because yep. this is this, that's a good that's a good football player right there, man. American so, Fork too, man. It's good, it's good yeah. football out in Utah. Yeah, I know there's not is. a ton of it, but it, that's a it good is. School. It is. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that one plays out, Ryan, but I think this weekend is going to be very important for that. Uh, getting him on campus and, and really showing him what, you know, what your program is all about. And that's true for a lot of these kids that are on campus, Ryan. And I know you'll have a preview of the weekend's visitors at irishbreakdown.com. You're coming up this weekend, yep. but look, this is going to be the, and, and this was true. La- this was true last year as well. Like you really needed to make a move last year with your, your spring game stuff. And they did. And uh-huh. there's guys that went into the spring game where we felt Notre Dame was going to get them. And and in close, I mean, by the time we got to the blue gold game, we felt pretty good about where they were with, uh, with uh, for example, Jane Greathouse, right? We felt good about where they were there. And you know, there's other guys that you, you know you you had your shot to make a move with Caleb Downs, you didn't do it. They had a bad visit with uh, Monroe Freeling, and and I believe wasn't that no that was uh, that was in the summer. The summers they had a great visit with Monroe Freeling. You lost that momentum. You know, yep. but they were able to close on some guys last spring and and really get in a great position. Jaden Lamar came, and by the time the visit was over, was we thought he was actually going to commit that weekend. He ended up deciding to wait till later. We kind of know what happened there, but 
it's an important weekend. And I think it's there's even more guys on the board this spring that you have to close on than last spring. What's interesting is if Kingston makes it this weekend, this will be the second year in a row he's on campus for Notre Dame's Blue Gold game. Yeah, he was I, last I, year with, yeah. with Peyton yep. Woodyard yep. last year. Yep. That's right. Yep, they both came last weekend. So great opportunity for Notre Dame to close. Great opportunity for Notre Dame to close. And they just got to do it. And then in other positions, okay, it's time for you to put your put yourself in the game with Chris Cole. Put yourself in the game with Brian Huff. Put yourself in the game with some of these other guys. And then close on the guys that you are in a great position with. That's going to be the key for the staff this weekend. And um, that's what I'm looking forward to, Ryan. So that's going to do it for this portion of the show, Ryan. But we're going to go to the mailbag next. But before we do, folks, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. And if you have not done so, please sign up for the CFP Nation podcast app. Definitely do that. And as always, sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. We had some intel last night, some spring game and some spring ball intel, Ryan. It's a little little nuggets there, about six or seven little nuggets there that we had last night. So if you're a member, you saw it. If you're not, if you're a member that hasn't been on today or wasn't on late last night, go check that out. And if you're not a member, it's a good reason to sign up because I think the intel is going to be pretty good. We hope to have some recruiting intel this week too. Now that my recruiting guy is no longer on vacation. So we'll get that rocking for rocking for you as well at boards at irishbreakdown.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.